Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. All right, guys, I'm going to make this uh, trade trade review. I might even take a trade, an after-hours trade. Um, what do you call it? In the middle of this. Right now, it is Friday, the, uh, February 16th, eight minutes till the close. Um, I had a good day today. Let's see how much I made, man. Um, it was good. Three thousand seven hundred here. Three thousand. So four thousand, five thousand, like seven thousand five hundred. No, actually eight thousand. Like eight thousand dollars, man. It's pretty good. Didn't trade any Chinese stocks. And let's see, I'm going to make this one public, this this review public. Fuck it. Um, so, yeah, uh, before we get started, yeah, I want to make a, the announcement again. We still have some tickets left for the uh, Conscious Trading Conference, the trading conference on March 1st through the 3rd, Friday, March 1st through Sunday, March 3rd. Saturday, March 2nd is the main event and the two events before and after our mastermind events for the vip ticket holders we have and then the, the day of the main event march 2nd we have the dinner after uh the conference and it's going to be sick traders flying in from everywhere um and i can't wait for it and sam degash is flying in um a few days before we're gonna hang out and do a bunch of uh you know a bunch of stuff me and sam personally so uh yeah i can't wait man so yeah you won't see me shorting any any crazy stocks like chinese stocks and nano floats and israeli stocks because i don't want to have a bad month man imagine going into the conference and and uh you know something crazy happens like what we see with these chinese stocks man so just i don't trade them man i just stay away from them and uh uh you know i'm gonna look at my trade uploads tomorrow from kinfo you know when they get registered or whatever um but it, it looks like yeah i probably made i mean like 35k plus this week this week alone that's that's crazy I, like i'm i'm thinking about it. that's some crazy shit man 35k plus maybe no more more than 30, maybe close to 40k almost 40k and i didn't short not one chinese stock <laughs> not one not one or Israeli stock, you know, but mostly Chinese. Well, the Israeli one, they don't come out like it hasn't been on fire like the Chinese one. The Chinese one's like every second there's one flying up and everyone's shorting and shorting and shorting and they're getting bigger size and more confidence. And all of a sudden one comes out and takes everybody out. Uh and it's so predictable. I know what they're doing, you know. So anyway, I'm not I'm I'm not here to talk about that. This is gonna be my own trade review. So I don't wanna be here too long. I have a I have a photographer coming. 
I got to I, I gotta go get a haircut. I want to go to Zara and buy a couple things. Um, today, in the middle of the day, while there was nothing, I was shopping for my Jura, my $1,200 new Jura piano coffee machine, espresso machine. So that's what I'm doing. Um, I remember the humble trader a long time ago said, in the middle of the day to keep herself from trading, she shops on Amazon. I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. I'm going to shop for my Jura. So I bought um, a Wi-Fi connector for my Jura so I can start the Jura machine on my app. Uh, when I'm walking back to my apartment or, you know, I want it ready, you know, so I need to have the Jura, the Wi-Fi connect. So I ordered that, man. We're trading profits. And yesterday I ate a $350 uh, Wagyu Tomahawk steak at sickest steakhouse in LA. This is life, man. This is, this is the life you get, you have when you don't short Chinese stocks. You know, <laughs> that's it, bro. It's like, it's that, it's that simple, man. Anyways, I'm not going to rag on the Chinese stocks anymore. Just got to have discipline. And when you say you're going to, you're going to enforce a rule, you, you enforce it. And that's what I've done. There's no exceptions around it. Never compromise. Even like that that guy from the Watchmen movie. I like that movie Watchmen. It's like uh that that movie that came out a long time ago. Uh Watchmen Rorschach, the, the hero Rorschach, he, he said he wears the mask that like moves around and shit. He goes, Never compromise. Even in the face of Armageddon, never compromise. And that's how I see my rules. Never compromise. There's no no discussion about it. My rule is my rule, and that's it. Like I'm a I'm a pro trader, and uh, all these losing traders. There's very few traders that are profitable, and that I can take their opinions and commentary. Most of the other traders, I don't want to hear it, man. There's no discussion. You cannot have get me to compromise my own rules, and um, and that's it is what it is, man. And a lot of people don't like that, and I don't care, man. I'm gonna just gonna be over here making all this money, and you can just watch. So. It, that's it. Anyway, HTOO. I want to make note that you, with these foreign companies, you got to be really careful. Um, they squeeze it. They squeeze early. You know, they squeeze really hard. You know, they're manipulating these things overseas. The SEC can't enforce these things overseas. I had um, the manipulation. I had J Capital Research, the head, one of the top uh, research firms on China, come on the podcast, and we had a discussion about that. We had a uh, um, the discussion about like the foreign companies um, doing manipulation, not just Chinese, because it's like going to international waters. You can gamble on international waters, but once you come to the shore, the laws apply and you're in the jurisdiction. But when international waters are out of jurisdiction, so the SEC is out of jurisdiction in uh, these foreign companies. So they do a lot of fuckery and um, it's not advertised. They're not saying, hey, we are going to do it. It's just you gotta you gotta be aware that they they are doing it. So and how do I know? He's like, uh, fortunately, I I have a lot of contacts from the podcast, and um, I've I've it's it's uh yeah it's confirmed. There's a lot of fuckery. So in the pre market, I'm gonna wait for the, a lot of these foreign ones to start to enter later, like closer to the open. Um, but HTOO, I played it. I shorted um a small position here. I woke up early and it was kind of groggy. And at first, I thought it was is Israeli, and I was like, I, I was, I could, I, my eyes were like blurry, and I said, like, oh, it's Irish. 
And BREA recently was Irish. That one 500% of the pre-market. So I was like, you just, and also like in the past, MNK, this is, it pays to have a good memory. So MNK just went bankrupt recently, but um, delisted. But it did have this squeeze out of nowhere, no news. It was high debt also. So this is a little bit different. That's only a 300% move. So it's like these squeezes like um, HTOO, It's it's a doable squeeze. Like it's not an Israeli squeeze. It goes thousand percent or Chinese thousand five hundred or like infinity. <clears throat> These are tradable, you know. Um, but in general, yeah, I'm gonna be starting to be more. Let me put my after hour scanner on. Start to be more um, patient with the entries on the foreign stocks. Especially Singapore, Malaysia with Chinese insiders. I'm giving you guys some game right here. So Singapore with Chinese insiders is is a very super cautious. Uh, Malaysia, the same thing. Chinese insiders, super cautious. Taiwan, no trade. Hong Kong, no trade. China, no trade. Uh, I, Ireland, eh, caution. Uh, trade after the open. How about that? After the open. Um Cayman Islands, uh, Chinese insiders, no trade at all. Uh, Cayman Islands, everything else, you got to be very careful. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just being aware, you know, it's being aware and being ready, being laser focused. Oh, um, the stock just popped up. Let's check it out. IMTE. This is after hours now. IMTE looks like it just died. Uh, Let's see. Ah, I guess the bot is a little slow. Let me type it in dilution tracker. Oh, there we go. So Malaysia, LICN, that's a Chinese stock, no thanks. IMTE, 1.9 million float. Malaysia, uh, Australia, ah, no cash need, 200 months, 1260 exercise price, 142 not registered, yeah, I don't think this is worth it, um, Austra it says Australia, but it's probably Chinese. Yeah, Chinese insiders. Ton of them. Uh, let's see. Australia and China. Yeah, this is China, man. Yeah, China. Chinese insiders. Let's see, put this in the Discord. You guys should join the Discord. I mean, it's a lot of good information in there. I'm putting all this stuff in there. Um, it says headquarters in China. Shit ton of Chinese insiders. Yeah, no thanks. This is done. Okay, so anyway, let's go back to H2. Yeah, so I, um, it says... Says it right here. Also, they had HD wing right in there, so that they have an ATM. They need they need cash ASAP. They have the ATM, so the thesis was they're going to dilute that ATM at the open with the liquidity, and they're setting it up before that. Now, how high can they get it? 
uh, who knows? So over here early on, they had they tested liquidity by having this like they shot it up, totally manipulated, and then it came straight down. So they they found out where that resistance level was. It's right here, and then it's it grinded back up to there, and that's exactly where that resistance level was. They couldn't really break it. So for some reason, there's a lot of selling at that level, 450, 475. And um, it actually broke it. No, it broke that high temporary, little tiny bit. And then came, then it started to fade down and it hit that level again. Like, check that out. That's where like some seller has a big block order at 470, 465 or something like that. Either way, they it's like, it's obviously there's a, this is how they test liquidity. Where's that line? Come on. So you see the reason why they're testing liquidity. SI, SI, is that Chinese? Yeah, Chinese. Uh, Pops up my scanner, SI, SI. Anyway, so the reason why they shoot it up early, early in the morning, they want to find out where that uh, resistance is, who, where that block order is. And they do it with very light amount of volume. And uh, they found out. They're like, okay, we got to hit that level and break it because that's where, that's where the squeeze can really go. So they were really trying to break it above that. If they can get rid of that that seller that was there, this thing can go uh, a lot further than 476. And they couldn't break them. So let's investigate. Let's see why. Why was it so heavy in that area? Is there like just it looks like there's someone put an order there. For some reason, there is an order there. Yeah, so anyway, for some reason, we, we don't know. Anyways, it hit that order. They got the liquidity. This thing was still of like 250%. Yeah, so pretty of a lot, but like we've seen these things, 250. In this market, 600% is like not, not that hard to do. We saw BREA in the pre-market. Another Irish-based uh, stock that I interviewed the guy, Dan McClory. Dan McClory. Or are you saying similar? You know, they're testing liquidity. And it's hitting these levels. This was up even more, like 500%. 460, very impressive. Um, they probably had some help with China because Dan McClory's China guy. He's Ch the China guy at Bowstead. He's the guy for China, everything China at Bowstead. You know, that tells you everything right there. Um, why is this? Yeah, Chinese. Let me mark this down. Um, I like to just put 5 million China. I already know it's Chinese, but like, I'll just like mark it down anyway. Same thing with this one. Is moving also. No thanks. So they, the Chinese let you have these, you know. And there's like, like they give you little cheese, little free samples, and then they, they guillotine at the end. The guillotine. They take you to the guillotine. No remorse. You're like, yo, but I have a family, man. I have a family. Please don't, don't do it. <clears throat> they don't care if you have a family. They're like, no, I don't want to drive. I don't want to go back to driving Uber, man. No, don't make me sign up for Uber. Don't squeeze me. <laughs> squeeze the shit out of you. They don't give a fuck about you. 
and they destroy you. And whoever tried to long it too, they destroyed them also. Um, it's just not worth trading. Anyway, going back. So I got HT, ACOO. Um, shorted uh, my last bit was at the open and just pr took profits all along. Was Most of my wins was from that today. And then lo and behold, GXAI pops up. Um, I was kind of sketched out by this. I was like, wait a second. What the fuck? Like, if you look at the year chart, well, before today's move, you see, it's like uh, today's move distorted it. Yeah, it was like this. I was like, what is this? Must be a merger or something. <clears throat> and upon this further investigation, um, Laza in the Discord pointed out that uh, it's a year since the IPO. And I was like, wait a second, a year since IPO? It says uh, 119.24. So we, we looked at the filing and it said, oh, NFTG. NFTG is the former shitco. Also, Laza's chart showed it. I just didn't understand it because they do that on purpose. They switch the ticker so that you get confused. So NFTG is a paid pump. And you can see every now and then they do this. Just whenever I see this, this means like a lockup happened and they ran it up for the lockup and dump. Lockup and dump. Lockup and dump. Like 30 days. I'm not going to even do the days. This is like 30. Actually, let's do it. This is 216. For, this is like 30-day lockup, 45-day lockup. And this is 712. 216, five months, so you know, like 60 day lockup, and then 180 day, 90 day lockup, and then now is one year. So they switched the ticker. Also, these are Russian guys that own this. And NFTG, they were doing NFTs, and NFTs is dead. Everybody lost on NFTs. So it was a joke. It was a joke. Um, at least I don't know. I, I don't know anything about NFTs, man. But it's it's a joke. It's like it's I don't hear anyone talking about NFTs. So I almost got in a fight with uh, a guy in Puerto Rico. I was at some event. I wasn't looking to fight him. He was trying to fight me. Um, but I went there. I don't I don't fight. I'm a peaceful person. But um, I went to this function, and this guy was really drunk. I don't drink. So and, I, and he started talking about NFTs. He moved to the island for NFTs. Like he was banking. This is like 2021, and I didn't understand what NFTs were, but I was shorting NFT stocks. Me and and I used to talk about it with the trader friends at the office, and we're like, yeah. And I asked one trader, I asked Mike Kingsbury one day. He was right next to me. Whoever is listening, maybe knows who that is. And I, I say, like, yo, this is NFT stocks, man. He's like, I was like, what is an NFT? And Mike tells me, oh, NFTs, it's like a JPEG. <laughs> And I seriously thought, I was like, oh, is that, that's what it is? You just screenshot something. It's like, that's like an NFT. Uh, I, I didn't understand. I, it's, I, I was not trying to be funny. This is what I thought. And Mike told me that with a serious face. He's like, yeah, it's like a JPEG. Like very, he wasn't trying to be sarcastic. Maybe he was. I didn't catch it. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that's what he said. And then um, shortly after that, like a couple of days later, I was at this function. And uh, a guy that made a lot of money, he was being loud. He was like, he was really tipsy, maybe even really drunk. Who knows? And uh, I wasn't. I was sober out of my mind, just super sober, drinking water. And uh, and he, I asked him, I told he, I told him, wait, I told him, NFTs? Oh, you do NFTs? I'm, he's like, what do you do? I was like, oh, I trade stocks. And I said, oh, so I was just trying to create conversation. I was like, NFTs? Oh, so that's like a JPEG, right? 
And then he got so mad. He was like, what? What did you just say? And then he's like, people had to hold him back. His friend held him back. And I'm just there like, what's going on? I, I just said NFT's like a JPEG. What's the big deal? And uh, this guy wanted to wring my neck so bad. And he got so angry, was yelling, cursing. And um, my friend that was with me at the party, he's that took me there. He's like, David, man, what the hell, bro? That's not cool. Like, why are you causing all these problems? And I said, I, I'm not causing any problems, man. I'm just, I just, I thought it was a JPEG. I don't know what this thing is. I just asked, like, I'm just an innocent question. Um, and he's like, he didn't even know what an NFT was either because he, he's a trader. I was like, do you know what an NFT is? It's like a JPEG, right? And he's like, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like, it was a commo- commotion. Um, my friend was really drunk, by the way. I I I had to drive. I I took the steering wheel. I was sober, you know. So I I drove him home. But um, I looked like like a like a total asshole just because I called it a JPEG. But anyways, um, like if I would have known that, I would have just stayed out of the conversation. I'm not trying to be like the party pooper or whatever in that scenario. But anyways, NFTs is over, bro. It's it's done, you know. So like my yeah, it's it's it was a it's bullshit. So they realized it too, and they switched their name from NFT to AI because AI is hot right now, right? So GXAI, this is so typical. They switched the ticker in January stealthily, and it, if you look at the news, it doesn't even say it in the news. It's very hard to find these things. So they really cover their tracks. And when this thing popped up, I was like, ah, oh, we look at the me and Laza look at the filing. It's like, oh shit. NFTG and then Marius said, Oh, that's that paid pump, right? And I was like, Yep, that's that paid pump. I remember it. So they sent text messages out. I looked it up on my phone. I posted it in the Discord. And um, there you have it. This is a NFT worthless stock by Russian scammers. And um, I had a full conviction once I knew it was NFTG. And like, come on, it's up. What was it up? 500%. Very impressive. Squeeze out of nowhere. And the news is bogus, nothing crazy. And so I shorted it here quickly. It's a quick mover. This is a hot market. In a hot market, things are going to move quick. This thing shot up. There's no halts in the pre-market. They know that too. So that's their chance to shoot it up. Because in the regular hours, you can't shoot it up that hard because it's going to be stopped by the the halt. Um, And people are going to start, short sellers are going to start to look to to slam it. Um, So the way they can, Maneuver it up is uh, in the pre-market. So it comes down at the open. It shoots up again. They try again, and it hits that resistance. Same game as a HTOO. It hits a certain level where there's like a selling. Uh, like they hit they hit a seller, uh, a block order, and it came down. And you can see over here, it hit that area, and it came down. So it did it again, uh, halted down. And... Um, when it was over one dollar, I knew it was a a reshort. So every time I went over to a dollar, I re I reshorted, and this one was another nice winner for me. And um, I will take these any day, man. You know, make seven eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I could have made a lot more in this one. Um, I'm working on it, man. I'm working on that extra conviction, and I could have made some more in HTO. But you know, as traders, we just take the meat of the move, and replicate the same behaviors the same good behaviors all the time all the time and uh that's what i've been doing and that's why i had close to forty thousand dollar a week uh this week and um yeah so 
this is a, a good market, but these hot markets, you got to be, even if you're a beginner or you're intermediate, like I, you just, just execute the same trades you're doing, you know, that's it. Don't try, don't try to step it up, push the gas in the, in the hot markets. Is this hot market at the same time? It can work against you as well. It could be a major setback because there are some outliers that, um, as we see, there's a lot of, a lot of freebies, but a lot of outliers too, uh, uh, more than a handful of outliers that will destroy you. So yeah, be very careful and very cautious in the hot market. Uh, however, an advanced trader like me, I've been prepared for this. So this has been cruise control. I have had no stress. Actually, today was, was pretty stressful in the morning because I entered uh, one account, HTOO, too early. And ultimately, that was my one loss today. I took a $500 loss ultimately on that one. But um, other than that, everything else. Also, when GXAI wasn't, uh, when I didn't know what the fuck it was, uh, before I found out it was NFTG, that was pretty stressful too because I was trying to focus when I should enter and, you know, so things were flying really crazy today and it was just being very selective. I did very well, like by sitting calm and being very selective and following all my rules on my, in my process. So out of all the chaos, I, I did really well, man. And I'm, I'm proud of myself for that. And today I'm going to have another really nice dinner. Maybe I'll go to Maestro's, you know, and get another Wagyu steak. Those things are freaking awesome. 40 ounce Wagyu steak, man. It's fucking sick. Anyways, uh, it's, it's going to be a long weekend. I have a lot of things planned, a lot of catching up to do. And I will see you guys later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.